There Boom. it is. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Friday Fashion Business Bros. Friday, yeah, what? Right, what? It's the Friday version, dude. It's the Friday version. All, all right, right, drop the cool. fire. Drop the fire. Drop the fire. All right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review and help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests as we rise up in the podcast rankings. We will really appreciate it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you too. Go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest and schedule your time slot. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media at Business Bros Pod. All right, here we go. We are so excited and so honored to bring yet another incredible guest on the Business Bros Pod. Our guest today is a world-class author, editor, nerdy data scientist, and mompreneur who's taking homeschooling by storm. She has spent countless hours of research and design to build a modern and secular language arts curriculum for kids with over 350 hours of instruction. Her program is designed on a four-day teaching week that makes it easy for you parents, and lessons are broken down to just 20-minute blocks that makes it easy for you parents, making the content super palatable for both parents and young learners alike. What really makes this program unique is the emphasis on real and practical communication skills. Each lesson activity is designed to help foster a skill within your child that will help them understand the people around them and to make themselves understood. We're excited to learn, and I just hope that I don't say anything too grammatically incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Coming to us today from across the pond in Berlin, Germany, and joining us from the Story Weavers, welcome to the show, Olivia Derby! The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Business Bros. Yeah, <laughs> Olivia, we're pumped. I know it's one o'clock in the morning out there, so we want to give you a big round of applause for getting up so early to be on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Of course, I'm super happy to, to be here, and thank you guys so much for having me. All right, well, uh, I, I want to get to know uh, from one educator to another, how'd you get into the whole education space? So I never expected <laughs> to start doing what I was doing here. Um I'm actually a a marketer by trade. I spent my life doing data science and um, digital advertising and social media development. And um, when I had my son, I became an author. And I just really, it was not part of my life plan. Um, but what life always throws this, hiccups, right? I mean, life throws right. curveballs all the time. It really does. And um I kind of, I kind of just the the right things came together, the right moments, and um, I met my my business partner Geraldine, and we both come from very corporate backgrounds, very communication focused. And um, about two years ago, we got together and decided that we wanted to like rebuild how our kids were learning to communicate because we saw so many of our own like you know, the things that we teach other people to to do differently in their own communication. We saw that our kids were kind of struggling with that. So um, 
we put together this really cool program that deals with amazing, amazing topics like debate and like truth and misdirection and, um, you know, expressing displeasure in, with children, but also in the same, giving them the same strategies that adults can bring into their lives um, so that they can kind of communicate with each other more effectively and understand the world around them more clearly and sort of answer those questions that we're all dealing with right now. So we, we built this, um, you know, especially with the election and everything. So we built this curriculum around um, these like clear communication points that kids struggle with, but then adults also get to learn right alongside their kids. So you have this background in marketing and now you're teaching people to communicate in a certain way. When you were describing it right now, I was thinking of like the dark side of the force. Like all of a sudden exactly you, can, you can use, you can use these skills for good or evil depends on what you want to do. And, uh, the way you, the way you described it, you're like, look, son, daughter, children, let me show you the light. This is the, the proper way to communicate. I mean, we have a lot of kids right now stuck in front of the screen and, and not by choice anymore, right? Yes, yeah. they want to be on Snapchat, Instagram, all those types of things, TikTok all day long, right? But on top of that, now we got them there for school. They're not really communicating with each other and the way they're communicating is a little bit different. How's, how's your program helping to kind of, you know, I guess, navigate those waters? So this is one of my favorite questions because... Um, so what the story weavers is doing right now, we have pods that we've set up where you can join a group of four to six other kids. You can meet once a week. You can get a chance to like try out some of these communication, um, like hacks with other kids. And, you know, it spans the age range. We have like first graders all the way up to like seventh grade. Um, but the kids actually get to try this stuff with each other. And it's really cool because all of our, every module that we work on and everything that we do with the kids is like a, a, it's not just limited to the kids, you know, our parents, as parents, we learn with them. And it's so interesting because we really can bring that to our whole lives. And just to give you an example, um, one of our most recent modules that we were working on is about how to use interruptions in speech to your advantage. Um, because most kids and even most adults are kind of taught that interrupting is really bad. You mm -hmm. shouldn't do that. Well, the mark of like a great presenter is someone who has mastered that skill, someone who's able to, um, to kind of look at a situation and use interruptions to clarify speech and to um, bring the conversation back to where they want it to go and reinforce um, really strong listening and, and presenting skills. So this is just one example. We have a module on truth and misdirection and how media might mislead you and how you can kind of use that to your advantage or disadvantage. Um, right. That's two already that are interesting things. for me. So let's, let's start yeah. with the interrupting one. I mean, literally I just interrupted you anyways, but how, how as a irony. podcast host, yeah, irony, right? As a podcast host, um, there's a point in the conversation where sometimes me, myself, for, for example, I could be a rambler. I can keep going on a conversation and the guest might not feel the, capability uh, <laughs> thanks right <laughs> the ability to interrupt right but on the on the other side is sometimes i get guests on the show and i think what they're saying is interesting but i i feel like there's certain times when i should interrupt kind of uh maybe steer the direction steer the direction of the conversation back or something like that how do i know when is the right time to interrupt somebody and and how do i go about doing that in an effective way 
you know, I have an idea here that I think could help. <laughs> but really, <laughs> really, it's about using using like key phrases and very simple strategies like interjecting, oh, that's a great idea. Do you think we can circle back to that? Or mm -hmm. I have an awesome, um, I have something that I think we could we could build on. So giving the other person a little bit of reassurance and like validation and then sneaking in your 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 message, yeah. um, the way that you do it and the way that you, you know, we talk about body language in the class. We talk about um, how you say things and all of these sort of come together at the end of every module to, to create a really strong skill. And the kids really take it to a totally different area. So I'm always surprised. Like I, I always do these, I get onto the pods, you know, with the kids and I'm working with all the families and everything. And um, I'm always surprised, like, I expect it to go one way and the kids have taken it somewhere else <laughs> because they learn from people around them and they share their own experiences and they like as parents we're we're contributing to what what they understand about communication. Um so everyone kind of has something new and unique to bring to the table which is a really cool environment. We all learn from each other and especially about this topic um it's a really great skill to exercise. It's so funny. Uh, it, it growing up, we uh, three boys growing up, and you know, mom and dad. And I, I always found it funny when my dad would always try to teach us chess, right? And he, we would be playing chess, and then he stopped playing with us the moment we could beat him, right? <laughs> it was one of those competitive <laughs> things. And when you're describing some of these characteristics, that like you're teaching the kids some of these, it's some great communication skills, but they can easily use those skills to manipulate you, right? I mean, they how often are you? Fine by me. <laughs> How often do you find yourself with your own kid realizing after you've been played or after you've been kind of coerced into a situation that you're like, you're almost upset that they did it, but at the same time, you're proud that they kind of use so some of these tools? Of them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we, we finished this module on debate on teaching, you know, the kids how to, how to argue. And on one hand, I'm like, I'm so proud of you. You're going to be so successful. <laughs> On the other hand, I'm like, no. So you just finished the module on debate. Perfect timing. We just had, uh, you know, uh, an election. But prior to that, we had two debates. And one of them was not the example that you want to have when having a debate. It was honestly. I'm sorry. I took it too far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, 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 it was bad. It was bad. Uh, did you use that as kind of one of those, like, here's what not to do? So we, we try not to, um, we try not to make it too political because the kids tend to lose interest and it's really about them. Um, but we have a lot of material that makes it very easy to, <laughs> like, <laughs> the election has really given us a lot to work with. Um, but what's really cool, though, is that parents and families and kids can see this stuff in action every day. Like you turn on the TV, you see an advertisement and you learn, oh, that's like, they're selling me. They're using language to make me feel a certain way. Or they, they see anything that happens in the news. They see headlines. They learn how to, how to deal with exaggeration um, and headlines and why that might be advantageous to a media organization. Um, and as they, as they see it, they realize, oh, like, that's a strategy and I can use that. Mm. But more than learning how to use it, they learn how to recognize it and what to do, like, 
they learn how to recognize when a debate is going horribly wrong. <laughs> Maybe how you shouldn't treat, treat other people. You know, yeah. Forum. <laughs> And well, other people. I, but you're giving them a valuable perspective, right? The perspective that they have now, they're looking at things from a different point of view. Like growing up, you get, I don't know, as I was a kid, you know, we would watch cartoons from a certain point to a certain point, And every single commercial in that uh, time segment was designed to get me to go to my mom and dad and say, I want this, right? I'm being sold something. Uh, when you, as I, as I grown up now and I, I look at things more from a marketing perspective, I start to point out certain things like, Oh, that was good. I can pull that. I can use that for your kids to be able to look at the overall media strategy, especially in a day and age when they're being bombarded by, you know, thousands and thousands of ads every single day, to pull pieces of all those things being thrown at them and kind of almost, you know, throw them back, like ricochet them yeah. back. That is some. That is very, very impressive. Uh, why yeah. do it in Germany? So I'm an American. Um, <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm I'm um, I'm deeply familiar with the the whole media structure in in the states. Um, I'm an American. I worked in digital media. I learned all the secrets of how to manipulate buyers mm -hmm. into, you know, feeling one way or buying one thing or responding in one way. And at the same time, I learned, you know, I that's happening to me. Mm -hmm. What I'm doing, you know, what I'm learning here and what I'm using in my in my work is also being directed at me. And when you realize that, it doesn't feel great. <laughs> Like if you I'm don't played. consciously, yeah, if you're not consciously aware of what's happening, it doesn't feel great. Um, but when I moved to Europe, I saw this from like a third party perspective. I got to kind of like look at my culture and, and my work from a from a distance. And that gave me a lot of pause, really, to think about what it is that I'm doing and and why we're doing it and the power that you have as media, um, you know, as a media outlet. And that moment of clarity really played a lot in this. Like it, it helped me want to bring more to my kids and to um, let more people have that power of understanding. Well, let me let me ask you about that uh, that power of understanding because uh, you know our show is very much uh, we we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs right who are stuck they're trying to grow their book of business they're trying to get more business they just don't quite have the tools or the communication skills maybe to create compelling ads that bring them the leads that they're looking for to to create the content that they're looking for to to attract the people that they want into their business uh, so you know you've spent that time learning a lot of these tricks of the trade. Now you're teaching children to kind of see this stuff. What about, you know, at, at, what, what about that entrepreneur who wants to take that to the next level? What kinds of things should they be looking at in their content or in their messaging and their marketing to help them, I, I guess, you know, I don't want to say manipulate, but to get people to come their way um, in an ethical way. Influence. 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 Yes. Influence. Yeah. So the biggest thing that you can do for, your brand and for any brand and, and especially as a consumer, you, you need to be on the lookout for this all the time. But the biggest thing that you can do is to put yourself in your audience's shoes and really think about how they are receiving your message because it's always, you know, communication is always talked about as a two-way street. And on one hand it, it is, but 
more important than what you say is how you're being received. So if you say something, you know, really, really excited and you're really in love with your product, you might be over the moon about it, but it may not be received with that same energy from the other side. So continually try your messaging out, test it out, have a look at how people are responding to you, like watch their face, you know, pitch your, pitch your services, pitch your messaging to somebody and look at their face and see, are they paying attention? Have they lost interest? Is there a particular piece of, of my message that I've talked about that they like hooked onto that maybe I'm not, <laughs> that maybe I'm not as excited about. So it's really, really important to come at it from your audience perspective and, then once you have that, once you know what your audience is, is peaked by, what they're like captured with, um, you need to create a story around it, a really good, compelling story. And everybody can tell you, oh, I don't have the skills or I'm not an author or whatever. You can come up with all the excuses, but in reality, you are so unique. Like whoever you are, whatever you're working on, you're special because you've been able to take the leap to do that. And that story is going to set you up with a differentiator, something that's going to make you stand out from the crowd and make you relatable. So think about your message from your audience's perspective and then come up with a story that's real, that's honest, that's like comes from your background and weave that into your message and make that your brand. You need mm -hmm. to live the story and live your brand and be unique based on your story. Don't try and like copy some other, you know, whoever's in the space. Don't try and like copy and paste a brand. You need to talk about your message from your actual real life perspective. And even if you're telling me like, oh, I'm, you know, I don't have any story. I don't have a story. That's just not true. You have to dig deeper and find it. So James and I spend a lot of time, uh, well, every Sunday, actually, we spend a lot of time developing what our message is going to be for the week. And what we do is we, we start off with an emotion. We start, we start thinking about our ideal client and we pick something that they feel at a certain point in their life, right? What are they going through right now? What are they, what is it, you know, at what point in this entrepreneurial journey are, are our ideal clients sitting in right now? And what are they feeling at that point? And then once we have that feeling, then we kind of go back and we think about what have we gone through in that similar situation? Uh, and, and then we decide, okay, like for example, this week we talked about the time we lost our $3 million book of business. And we told that story, um, about, you know, about losing that, that appointment with, with the, with the insurance company and how it was detrimental to our business and how we had to stop and how we, and, and all of it is to sell the system that we're, that we're operating in. So this, the story that you're talking about when we, when you weave it, the way we've tried to do that is to is to have an a, a a product in mind on the on the one end right but on the other end is to try to sell that product through an emotion am, am i on the right track there trying to trying to make those things work together when i'm coming up with a story absolutely but i think the the biggest key point that you touched on was that share that moment of vulnerability like you shared the fact that you didn't have all the answers <laughs> that yeah. you're um you know inherently human flawed in some way and when you do that when you expose that little moment of vulnerability um you become very relatable and 
as opposed to the big brands that you see on TV and like the really in your face sales strategies that vulnerability helps people connect with you and it develops trust and it mm -hmm. develops a, it really helps you manage your expectations um, of the customers that you have. So that is so important. Whenever you're telling a story, having that, like, I mean, if you look at, if you look at the um, typical arc of, you know, piece of fiction or, or any good book, you have the same kind of ups and downs. You have mm -hmm. a, a, you know, you're, moving up to your problem and then you have a major conflict point and then you can come back to your conclusion. Um, but you have to have that, that, that is your story. You know, that we've that like up and down the, the like flow of the wave, that is the story that people connect to. And when they, when they have that emotional like boundary that you've given them that they can kind of grab onto and say, you know, like that person is relatable. That person is like, I feel mm -hmm. seen. Mm -hmm. That's when they, they are willing to not only work with you, but hear you out and kind of like address you as an expert on a topic or listen to your ideas in a way that's, you know, more than just superficial. So you said earlier that everybody has a story, right? And that's absolutely true. I 100% agree with you. I mean, I'm 38 years old. If I don't have a story, what have I been doing for 38 <laughs> years, right? Uh, exactly. But getting you're 18 years old, you have, you a, have story. a story. Yeah. But getting to that story is a hard part, right? It, people uh, tend to never even scrape the surface into what kind of history they have or what kind of story they should tell. Do you have any strategies or tips to help people dig that a little bit deeper to find the story that may connect with, with others? Yeah. Failure. That is, <laughs> that is the biggest topic I have. So, um, hence our $3 million lost, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> If it hurt when it was happening, then it's probably. <laughs> oh, it hurt. Oh, it hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you were imagine. saying. <laughs> um, yeah. So when you have that, that moment of failure, you've been challenged and that's when the story gets good, right? Nobody wants to read a book. Nobody wants to hear, you know, nobody wants to see a movie about hmm. just positivity the whole way up. <laughs> exactly. They want to hear, they want to see that struggle because everybody's, Everybody has some moment of that in their life. So find that moment where you were at like, this hurt. I felt bad. So if you can look at yourself, you can look at your like timeline of your life and say, I would be kind of embarrassed to tell anybody about this. That is the, that is the story. <laughs> you can kind pinpoint that one thing in your life that's like, I did not do that. That did not happen. That's the story that you need to tell. Well, then in that case, we got a crap load of stories because <laughs> <laughs> I've been embarrassed so many times. It's ridiculous. And I know James is in the same boat. He's thinking to himself, oh, man, what kind of stupid crap did I do as a kid? Oh, oh we got a, a list of stuff. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, as an adult, what a stupid stuff I did yesterday for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, but you're right. Those are the things uh, that that uh, attract the greatest attention. But how do I get – how do I – I guess, break through that barrier of being able to be vulnerable. Cause I think that's, that's the other side, right? Okay. Hard. So, so I find the story. I know, okay, this is, this would be a very interesting story. And then I, I grab my phone or I'm going to record my piece of content, whatever it's going to be. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do this. 
how do we push through those those little fears those you know that that persecution or that judgment that we think is on the other side that often isn't really there it's more self-inflicted so we we deal with this topic a little bit with our kids as well um you know in the in the in the program um but most of we give you a framework right to deal with this kind of stuff and and the basic framework is when you're when you know you have that story to tell when you know you have an opinion to share or or you need to make your voice heard the first thing that you do when you're uncomfortable is validate your fears you can validate it publicly you can be like look i was very nervous to come onto this podcast today but i am here and i did it i showed up and now we're going to talk about my you know now we're going to talk about my my opinion so start by validating that fear because the moment that you do it's going to be easier to talk it's going to you know you get your mouth open and the words just come out and then at the same time your audience has immediately connected to you they said hmm. i also have i've also feel, felt uncomfortable i've also had times where i was not totally comfortable with myself <laughs> so validate that fear start talking and then you can share your opinion it's always easier that is phenomenal advice because that you know it, that's one of those things I, I use something like that uh when i when i don't want to get up in the morning so for you it's one o'clock in the morning so for me that would be i'd be getting up in about three hours uh, i get up about 4 20 every morning and i don't like to get up when the alarm goes off but i i tell myself what you just said you know where you acknowledge that i tell myself the same thing you're tired but you're gonna once you start working, you're gonna feel better. Once you start doing your push-ups, you're gonna feel better. Once you finish your run, you're gonna have that energy. I acknowledge that to myself. And today is going to be a good day. Like I tell I literally say those things to myself in my mind to get myself just to sit up in bed and then this you know is the get the power of words. That's the power of influence. You're influencing yourself. Yeah, uh, hands down. And I mean again congratulations to you for getting up and you know being being on the show at 1 a.m that's that's crazy i mean not, not very many people will do that sort of stuff but but uh, you know having that consistent factor of doing things on a regular basis and saying that as uncomfortable as i am i'm going to keep doing that um in in your experience has does that get easier over time it definitely gets easier over time and when i think as adults we struggle so often because we weren't you know, at least I wasn't, nobody taught me how to, how to deal with my insecurities. Nobody mm. taught me how to like talk to other people. I'm an introvert, like hmm. extreme introvert. <laughs> Same. But it doesn't nobody, seem that way, but I am. Right. Cause you've, you've learned, you know, it's taken you, you know, you're 38 years old. It's taken you your whole life. And now you've kind of learned a few tricks and tips and, you know, matched a few patterns up here and there. And you've kind of assembled this patchwork of things to do when you're feeling, you know, insecure, triggered, uncomfortable, et cetera. And think about how much further you would have been where you are now, like than where you are now, if, if you'd had somebody who came up to you and said, look, I have a framework for dealing with all of these issues. It's, I mean, you're going to have to make it your own at some point, but here's a starting point. Here's a place mm -hmm. to, to begin. You would have, at least, you know, speaking from experience, I feel like I would have had way easier road. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you know, some of these tools that they're, and, and you know, as, as an educator, I always talk about that. I'm like, look, there's so many things in high school that we learn that we're never going to use. Things like this, knowing how to communicate 
valuable tool, invaluable. I mean, you can take that skill and in any industry, go find a job because you can communicate better than everybody else at the interview. You know, excel at your job because you can communicate in, in sales. You can manage people because you know how to communicate with people and, and get because your you know point across. Listen to them because you know how to take their concerns into account because you know how to deal with the management piece. If you have a sales, if you have the ability to sell and tell a story, you can connect with people. You can sell yourself. You can sell your company. You can sell your ideas. You have more opportunities than any other single skill set. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's like, why we hate me on it. Yep. I agree with you. I mean, think about, uh, I'm, I'm thinking like a, in, you know, human history, the most valuable people in human tribes as we're growing are the ones, are historians, are the people who could tell the story at the end of the day. Sitting around a campfire, who's the one talking? Who's the one telling the stories? Who's the one reminiscing? That's where the attention is. The power that person has. Absolutely. They're influencing everything that happens. History is written by the people who are recording it and telling the story. So anything that happened in the past, who knows if it's true or not? Because the perspective that we're hearing it is from the best storyteller. Exactly. And if you have that skill and you've started honing it and mastering it as, you know, as a child, when you're able to develop new skills very easily and you've maintained it throughout your entire life, you are in a better position than you could have been in any other scenario. I totally agree. Olivia, before we we're running out of time here, before we get uh, done and I can let you go back to sleep, uh, can you tell our can you tell our audience, especially our listening audience, uh, how can they get a hold of you if they want to, you know, get uh, maybe send their kids to be part of your program, get in some of those pods? So, our digital pods are open. Um, we're making an effort to make as many available for for kids who are now at home because of the, you know, the current situation. Um, and if you're interested or want to just talk or have some great ideas that you'd like to share, we always like to talk, um, you can go to www.thestory-weavers.com or you can um, drop, us a, drop us an email, follow us on Instagram. We would love to hear from anybody who's dealing with um, maybe recently homeschooling or starting with a, their kids at home. We are all about providing a community and support for that. Awesome. Last little thing. What, what does the future hold for you? Uh, now that you've, you've developed this, you've left the, the marketing world, you're helping kids. What, what does the future look like for you? So the future for us is making as big of an impact and helping as many parents through, through the pandemic, through starting like a whole new normal with their kids in schooling and changing the way that um, language arts is taught all over the world. I love that. I mean, again, we have shifted. We're being exposed to so much uh, nonstop every single day with every single clip that we see. We're consuming the world 15 seconds at a time these days. Uh, If we can take a different perspective on things, kind of step back, have an idea of what's true, what's not true. How do I relate? What are they trying to make me do? Why did I watch that? (laughs) If we can answer those questions. Why did I watch that? That's the question. (laughs) If we can can answer those amongst ourselves, I mean, we're taking a step in the right direction. So Olivia, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show. I appreciate you uh, taking the one (laughs) one o'clock in the morning spot over there in Berlin. Thank you so much. It was so fun to have you to to be on the show, guys.
Thank you. All right, ladies and gents, that's the end of our Friday episode. Make sure you guys follow us at Business Bros Pod. Give us a subscribe, rate, review. Let us know what you think of the show. And make sure you guys check out Olivia. I don't know where your stuff go, James. Where's your stuff? There you go. Make sure you follow her at the story underscore weavers on Instagram or go to the website, thestory-weavers.com. Thank you guys very much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.